birds are falling out of the sky and no one knows why. That story and more on H2O Radio's Weekly News Report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. When hurricanes make landfall, their winds can cause significant damage, but often it's the amount of rain and flooding that are more destructive. When Hurricane Sally came ashore last week on the Florida panhandle and Alabama coast, it caused devastation not only from nearly 30 inches of rain in some places, but also its storm surge. Storm surges begin out at sea before a hurricane comes ashore. Strong winds cause waters to rise up under the storm, and the height and width of that rise depends on the strength of the hurricane. The size of the surge is also affected by the shape of the seafloor. Along the Gulf Coast, it slopes gently away from the shoreline, which leads to a higher surge than if it dropped off steeply. When a storm surge enters a bay or river, the land can act as a funnel, sending the water even higher. And if the tide is already high, the surge will bring even more water inland. The surge from Hurricane Sally was the third highest on record, approximately six feet above normally dry ground. And there was also a somewhat rare phenomenon of a reverse surge with water receding out of Mobile Bay into the Gulf of Mexico with levels dropping about six feet. It took almost a day for it to fill back in. Thousands of migrating birds have died in the southwest U.S., and experts don't know why, but suspect it's likely linked to climate change. The dead birds have been found in the open, which is not typical, according to Catherine Ortega, an ornithologist in Colorado. She told the Durango Herald that birds usually hide under a shrub to die, but when they just drop from the sky, something else is going on. As migrating birds fly south to reach winter grounds in Central and South America, it's crucial they land every few days to refuel before continuing their journey. Allison Salas, a graduate student at New Mexico State University, said on Twitter that the birds are extremely emaciated with no fat reserves and barely any muscle mass. It's as if they've been flying until they just couldn't anymore. There's speculation that the wildfires across the West forced the birds to change their migration route to areas where food and water are scarce or that the smoke itself may have damaged the birds' lungs. It's also possible a recent cold front pushed the birds into areas lacking adequate sustenance. Scientists are continuing their investigation into the causes. Listening to earthquakes may be a new method to measure how oceans are warming. It's been difficult to know how much seas are heating up because they're so vast. Floating devices leave gaps in data and satellites don't measure deep enough. Now scientists at Caltech have found they can use the speed of sound waves from undersea earthquakes to measure temperatures. Sound moves faster in warmer water, so the length of time it takes to travel a given distance can be used to calculate the ocean's temperature. Many earthquakes occur regularly in the ocean, and their sound waves don't weaken significantly as they move through the water, making them easy to monitor. The scientists collected acoustic data from over 4,000 underwater earthquakes near Indonesia and found that the Indian Ocean is warming more than previous measurements. Because undersea earthquakes happen in all oceans, the concept can be applied worldwide. Also, an advantage of the new system is that it measures naturally occurring events and does not have to generate artificial sound waves, a method that had been criticized in the past for harming marine life. 
In Colorado, nothing says fall like a drive in the high country to see the bright orange and yellow leaves of aspen trees shimmering against the crisp blue sky. But according to new research, the trees may be fading fast with climate change. Researchers at North Carolina State University just released a study looking at how the iconic Colorado trees will fare in a warming world. Unfortunately for aspens, the future's already here. Aspens are already declining due to drought and higher temperatures, so the scientists modeled what could happen over the next 100 years in three scenarios, one with conditions staying the same, one with drier and warmer temperatures, and one with warmer temperatures but more precipitation. They found that aspens are expected to decline in all three climate models, with losses in the two warmer scenarios being twice as great. They predict that over time, the trees will likely be limited to higher elevations where conditions are wetter and cooler, making them less visible to tourists. Finally, it's been assumed that early humans started cooking after figuring out how to harness fire. But according to new research, long before discovering how to barbecue, our early ancestors might have boiled their food. Working in the Olduvai Gorge in Tanzania, where some of our most primitive ancestors lived over 1.8 million years ago, a team of researchers, led by MIT, have found evidence of numerous hot springs in locations where stone tools and animal bones had been discovered. The team was originally in the valley to study how a changing climate shifted East Africa from a wet, tree-populated area to a dry grassland. Looking at plant fossils, they came across evidence of bacteria that are similar to those found in Yellowstone hot springs, one of which only thrives in hot waters over 176 degrees Fahrenheit. Because the region has spawned numerous volcanoes over millions of years, the authors speculate that groundwater could have boiled up at the surface to form the hot springs. How early humans might have used hot springs to cook is still an open question. They could have butchered animals and dipped the meat in hot water, or boiled roots and tubers, much like cooking potatoes, to make them easier to digest. Or if animals met their fate by falling into the thermal pools, humans could have fished them out as a pre-cooked meal. Wildebeest to go, anyone? That's it for This Week in Water. We'll see you next time.